It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Small businesses bring Utah together. They inspire goodness and connect communities. These are their stories from Mighty Main Street, brought to you by the Utah Office of Tourism and Visit Salt Lake. Here's our host, Chris Redgrave, on KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Thank you for joining us for the Mighty Main Street Business Show every Sunday from 11 a.m. to noon. We're interviewing our resilient small business communities in Salt Lake County and across the state of Utah. These are the folks creating our jobs and driving Utah's market. They develop our main streets that support the vibrancy of our tourist economy and where we as locals also enjoy dining and shopping. This business program is underwritten by CEO Caitlin Eskelson with Visit Salt Lake and the Managing Director of Utah Office of Tourism, Vicki Varela. Robert, thank you so much for joining us on Mighty Main Street. I have Robert Workman, CEO of Bare Bones Living, on the phone with me right now. And I'm really excited to talk to you about the products that you are creating at Bare Bones Living. Uh, First of all, I have to tell you, I love the name. Uh, You know, it's kind of funny because you think bare bones, but when you go to your website, it's anything but. These are extraordinary pieces of equipment. Uh, So, Robert, welcome to Mighty Main Street. You were brought to us by Visit Salt Lake, and I appreciate you being with us today. That's my pleasure. Thank you for inviting me. So tell us about Bare Bones Living. I mean, what's your background with, uh, with Bare Bones? I know you're the CEO. Uh, what's your involvement? When, when did it open? And, and tell us a little bit about the product line that I'm looking at on your website. I've created a product all my life. I started, this is my third company. Yeah, my first company is Cricket, was cricket.com. Now you can go and see that. They just uh, went public. They're a billion-dollar company. The second company was Goal Zero which is all about portable power. And we, I helped them for a while, and I sold that a number of years ago, and then I started Bare Bones. Both Go Zero and Bare Bones have come out of our humanitarian work, actually. We have a humanitarian called Tai-Fi, T-I-F-I-E. T-I-F-I-E? Uh-huh. Teaching families and individuals through enterprise. So that's uh, where all this all started. And so we have five pillars that we work on to try to help humanity get a little better. And one is uh, energy, uh, because if you don't have energy in a modern world, it's pretty hard to get ahead. The second one was housing, believe it or not, housing and gardens and growing beautiful things. And that's how t- uh, Bare Bones started. So Bare Bones actually started from our, our housing project. So we came up with a really cool system of how they could build a home or a tent in a very poor area of the world and be able to have shelter. And so we continue that effort, and the Bare Bones is uh, how that got started. And you're right. As you look at the website, you say, that's anything but Bare Bones, <laughs> but The idea behind our whole ethos and our give back is that anything that you can do in a home or in a tent, you should be able to also do outside, and you should be able to take care of your family. And so we look at a shelter or a tent the same.
same as we look at a home. And so we create products around outdoor lifestyle to be able to continue to do our work, our humanitarian work. My favorite saying is that if we can't sell to the richest of rich, we can't help the poorest of poor because it's not sustainable. When you go and ask for donations, for example, you get a few people who like what you're doing, and I call it love them and leave them. And so they come in and they, you know, they'll pretty soon they'll be on to their next project. Uh, very few of us have a sustainable attention span, I guess that's the word I'm looking for. But when you, have, when you grow a company like we have uh, with Cricket, Goal Zero, and now their bones, we create jobs, not just in America, but across the world. And that is really the ethos and the reason why, at my age, I keep doing things. And I love this product line. It's what I live every day. I live in the mountains. I garden. I hike. take pictures. <laughs> Wildlife is important. In the long term, that's kind of where, and that's kind of a big-winded introduction. I hope that helps. Absolutely. No, it wasn't big-winded. I thought it was absolutely perfect. Thank you for that. Boy, you've really touched on a lot of wonderful areas. This is fascinating to me. I had a chance to be on a Zoom call with uh, Senator Mike Lee, and um, you know, a bunch of people were on the call, and we just had a chance to listen to his positions on a number of things. And one of the things that he's a part of in Washington, D.C., you know, it's so funny, uh, Robert, because we tend to hear all the things that are going wrong, but they really don't. They don't let us know when things are positive or when we're working together, reaching across the aisle. You know, we just we just seem to focus on what's wrong. But anyway, um, he's part of a group where they do social capital studies. And uh, through their social capital studies, which this totally speaks to you, Robert, uh, they've noted areas around the United States and I think most likely in the world where there's a lot of high levels of productivity. And one of the reasons it's a high level of productivity is everything you just touched on. It's how are we socially connected in our markets? How are we socially connected through work or through maybe religious groups? Or in the old days, it used to be, you know, your parents were involved in, uh, you know, in different clubs within your within their own communities and, and their own networks. And, and so this latest thing that's happened with COVID is something they're really going to be studying to see what kind of impact it's had because we ended up going into isolation, which really doesn't help us from a mental standpoint, from a productivity standpoint, from a longevity standpoint, just our levels of happiness. And I thought that was interesting. I like that term social capital. And I'm going to go to the website uh, that he offered to us to be able to look at some of the research and the studies that they've had. But Utah has a very high level of social capital. And we always talk about our secret sauce in the state of Utah. And I think that's probably what it is. You don't have to be of a certain religion or a certain gender. It's just it's just in our DNA. And that is that we'll figure out a way to work together. It's how we have supported each other, you know, for a very long time in the state of Utah, and we're continuing to do so. And we always end up being the number one or number two economy in the U.S. And uh, from a social capital standpoint, we're the highest in the U.S. And who knows how it would play out globally as well. But I thought you'd be interested in that. And that's uh, something that they're working on in D.C. And they've studied it for several decades now. It doesn't surprise me at all. I I continue uh, to mentor entrepreneurs, and they come to me and us because of our ethos or why we do what we do. And they continue to tell me that they are amazed. 
people in Utah are so open to help them to get off the ground. Because sometimes when they get into other areas, you know, there's, they get this feeling that, oh, that's a big secret. I can't talk about that, blah, blah, blah. But with us, and I know a lot of other people that I know within our industry are exactly the same way. They're totally open booked. And that, in my opinion, is why Utah is number one. We, we really believe there's more than enough out there for everyone. I'll give you just an example. Uh, we work, things that we work on here in Utah is with an alternative high school called Roots. And Roots is a high school that focuses on agriculture. In fact, today, our whole team, 32 of us, are going over to help them transplant all their seedlings. It's a high school that normally these kids would not do well in a regular school. But because it's agricultural-based, they're able to uh, learn about, for example, calculus a lot easier because they can take a tomato seed, plant it in the ground, and then they'll start going through the growing process. They'll have to go through and say, how many tomatoes did I get out of this plant? How many seeds are in that plant? Then calculate how many more tomato plants you're going to have potentially out of this plant. They don't teach it that way in high school. And so a lot of these kids that are in this alternative school would be totally lost in a regular calculus class. But here, the light comes on. They get it. And so if you go back then to our website and say, why do we have gardening tools and why are they so cool? It's because it goes back to food, food production, education. That's how it's all tied together. That makes so much sense. You know what? Um, we're going to take a quick break. I have Robert Workman with me, CEO of Bare Bones Living. And Robert, I'm really enjoying this conversation. And I really, when we get off this break, I'd love to talk to you a little bit more and help uh, have you help our guests understand, our listeners understand, TIFI, T-I-F-I-E, and what that means to you from a business standpoint. We'll be right back. Thank you so much, Robert. Check out today's business interview using the KSL News Radio app or at kslnewsradio.com. Just click on podcast. More stories on Mighty Main Street here on KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.